Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. We are here again, and we're excited about that. It is episode 270. Uh, 68 five, 265 <laughs> wow it's amazing wow. how you kept like you go high then you would go down the right amount each time <laughs> yeah yeah no i really i i it's like i almost knew it but i just was second guessing myself mm-hmm. um guessing myself anyway yeah uh, this is this is 265 because of course as everyone knows in two weeks is the live episode 267 the holiday show that's right. 267 being a, a sacred number to us. Um, very important. And to holidays. Holidays. So we're excited. We're excited to have not just our live show, but as part of the live show this time, we're going to do a holiday gift exchange. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so nice. So if What you- are the details on that again? Well, here's 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 kind of what I'm thinking. So, mm-hmm. what you need to do is let us know that you want to participate at hashtag double deuce gift exchange and uh or just double deuce uh ge for gift exchange uh or just say hey i want to be part of the gift exchange and tag double deuce mm-hmm. and comment then- comment it on wherever you are listening to this potentially we should be able to get that so on, then. The, on the twitters double deuce pod at double deuce pod yeah ta- or- toss it ta- let us know on, on on the facebook page what however you want to do it but you just say you want to be part of it, and uh, and then then you get a gift of. Uh, do, we, do we want to put a monetary amount on it? I feel like we did, and I feel like it was was it five bucks? Maybe five bucks, maybe five to ten bucks. You go 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 big yeah. or go home if you're if you're flush. But don't. But five bucks is fine, and you know it can't be something from the heart too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to make somebody a poem, make something. That's, that's worth five dollars. We're in art, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to encourage creativity. Activity. and anyway and then you go put it on my wrap it up and put it on my parents porch and uh we will we will make a five figure out a way to distribute that uh for the before the live show yeah um, if yeah. you are i know certainly if you are not local and you're wanting to do this uh i guess get it in the mail and do it do it fast because time time's uh ticking by yeah and and uh you know and then we'll we'll have to oh you might want to put you might want to put uh, "Don't send to" and and your address on there, so we don't like drop off the the wrong thing. Anyway, we'll do all the addresses by private message, so not everybody knows everyone's address because that's just weird. Um, yeah. So we'll get in contact with you. Well, mostly your parents' address, I guess, is the primary address here. Parents- Cause that's where you're dropping everything off. And that's two Winona Avenue, big blue house on the corner of block South of 23rd and mass. Look for the giant, giant stage truck, uh, sitting mm-hmm. outside as it looks like a big old truck with a big stage on the back of it. And, and I would say, especially, uh, cause we'll, uh, we'll supply a few to get this thing started. And then, uh, for those of you, throwing them in initially you can uh, if you are dropping one off you can we can maybe leave one for you to pick up that's why messaging would be a good idea ahead of time but yeah. uh if not then if you're like hey i dropped one off and uh we can always 
get one that you can pick up later. However, it needs to work. Look, it's going to be fantastic. And if it doesn't work, that will be funny too, because yeah. it'll be sort of typical of, you know. Because I think we should we should attempt to uh, the the goal. I think it would be a at the live show. We have some people opening. We have gift corner at some point. So you know, yeah. yeah. Here here's the thing: is like Nelson is is really the organized one because he's a former Boy Scout. So he's got an organizational mind like a, a steel trap. Where well, ish, ish, yeah. But I'm sort of the opposite. I'm, I, I I make up big plans and then I just sort of um, let them go wherever, mm-hmm. wherever plans go. So uh, the good news is we're collaborating on this, so you're going to get the best of both worlds. Yeah, but yeah, uh, give us give because we we've heard a little bit of interest, but not a ton. So let us know if you're looking looking to do it. Like I said, you got you got a couple weeks. No big pressure. But if you want to be able to open a double deuce gift at a live double deuce, then uh, then this is how you can do it. All right. Well, I think we've if that's something you've been dreaming about since you were a kid opening a present during a a live Zoom podcast. Then uh, guess what? Your ship's finally coming in. You know, and it would have been amazing if it was somebody's childhood dream, since there was no podcasting and no Zoom in most of our childhoods or internet. Yeah, I mean that obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what? Why you gotta? Why or you gotta, Christmas? Uh, I think Christmas been around for a while, buddy. Agree to disagree. Okay. Speaking of, of agreeing to disagree, Applebee's for when you just got to go somewhere, I suppose, because you got to eat. Uh, you got to eat if you don't want to die. If that's one of the requirements of not dying. So Applebee's, whatever. Like, hey, we you can you can go somewhere nice next time. Let's do something easy. Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, it builds and builds and gets better and better and better. And uh, just a reminder that Applebee's is not officially a sponsor. We're threatening Applebee's with these terrible ads until they actually reach out and sponsor mm-hmm. the podcast. And then they can write the copy and the ads will get much, much better. So if you work at Applebee's or worse, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not like Applebee's ads are great. Let, let's, let's be serious here. Will they what? get a lot better? Probably not. <laughs> will, will they just be, will we get paid for them? Yeah. What the goddamn Siri lately has just been and talking when it's nowhere near anything to do with her name has been like, what, what do you need? Maybe she's just missing you. Maybe she's just maybe be an extra attendant. Maybe she's like, maybe she likes you, man. Well, she's wasting her time. I hate her. Oh man, oh man, that that we've talked about this before. This series <laughs> worthless, problematic. I think maybe you need to maybe you need to look at some bias that you got here. No, it's just it's a it's it's a worthless program, and it's, it really doesn't do anything that useful. She, you can send. It's a, you can you can uh, you can say what you want to Google as opposed to typing it out, but it's also not going to get all the words right. Man, man, whoa! Move over, Scrooge, because it looks like Christmas has another asshole. It's <laughs> it's Nelson and his attitude towards Siri. 
boy, you just came out hard against Siri. I, I just, you know, every now and then I'm like, I want, I'll try, I'll try to see if if she's got it in any utility at all. And then every time I try, it's like, nope, no, this was a failure. This is a failure on her part. Jack um, got us some smart light plugs. So now we can turn the Christmas tree on and off by saying into our phones, hey, Google, turn the Christmas tree off or turn the Christmas tree on. And that was awesome until Ollie figured out that he could also say, hey, Google, turn the Christmas tree off or turn the Christmas tree on. And now it's turned into goddamn chaos. Yeah. Yeah. So, but see, that's also that's the Google Assistant. The Google Assistant actually does stuff. Like Siri, this is a fucking freeloader on your phone who's good for nothing. Now, what accent do you have Siri using? Because you can uh, Irish woman. Really nice, nice. Well, maybe maybe that's maybe you, that you've got to think against Irish people. And- no, I feel like the, the the having it with the that's the only thing tolerable about about Siri is that it's got a delightful Irish lady's voice. I like Irish ladies. I met one once and she was really nice. Yeah. They often are. We, we did Edinburgh together. That's something they don't tell you in school. Irish ladies, you know, more often than not, quite pleasant. You know, it came off a long line of English ladies that I'd, I'd been meeting because I was living in England. And don't get me wrong. I mean, English ladies are nice and all. But they can be a little bit standoffish at first, whereas Irish ladies are like, "Hey, we're cool," and so are Australian ladies. They're they're like, "Hey, who who's down to do some drinking? Let's party." I'm an Australian lady, mm-hmm. and cool. That is cool. Dude, Crocodile Dundee wasn't making that stuff up. No, no, they, 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 they're fun. They're both fun. And to be fair, I don't think, I don't think Crocodile Dundee passes the Bechdel test. I think there's one woman in Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's a hand, there's a handful at some of the parties they go to in New York. I want to say, but, uh, isn't that Crocodile Dundee too? No, they, they, now, uh, no, there's no other women in Crocodile Dundee too. I don't oh, think. No, wait, there's one there's one who's in that street gang, I think. That's like one of the I think there's like there there's the the head of the street gang's girlfriend, I believe, but she also does not say anything to Crocodile Dundee's wife. I'm I'm alarmed at your extensive knowledge of gender politics in the Crocodile Dundee films. I mean, uh, I feel like a lot of it is in, in hindsight, but I do have at least enough memory of, of the first two Crocodile Dundee movies to I feel like I can safely say that they both failed the Bechdel test pretty, pretty, pretty harshly. I'm, I'm glad that it is a hindsight thing because you, you must have been like eight when those came out. If you were like eight and being like the gender politics and this is really screwed up. I mean, I, maybe when the first one, I feel like the second one was like 90 or something, I want to say. It was like late, maybe 89 or... I don't, I, I honestly, I remember that I, I remember them both coming. I think I saw them both in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. The third, now the third one, uh, I think I, I saw like on like rented from Blockbuster at some point. That one I did not uh, catch in the theater. Uh, the third one, there was a third one. Oh yeah. The one where he's like in LA, the one that fucking Matthew Barry, the, uh, the, the fantasy sports uh, expert wrote. No, I, I, I missed that one completely. 
Oh man, you should check out some of his shit talking about it. It's pretty uh it's pretty interesting. All right. <laughs> in a in a he kind of didn't give a shit and Paul Hogan was was constantly like, "No, he needs to be cooler basically." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, 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 look up Matthew Perry Crocodile Dundee 3. Um it's fun. There's your homework, dear listeners. Look up Matthew Berry, Crocodile Dundee 3, talking shit. Do it. Do it now. Pause the podcast. No, don't pause the podcast. No, you can do it later. We're not going to get into it. I mean, you can pause it if you want. I mean, we'll be here. We're going to stay here. We're imprinted on the internet now. This is sacrosanct, what you're hearing. All right, I'm talking to myself now. Sorry, I'm just, I'm doing a bad job of notes, and it's the first episode. If I'm doing a bad job of notes right now, Jesus, the next episode. I've been a little distracted, though. Uh, Sports Corner, uh, the the Chiefs and the Broncos are playing right now, which is, you know, I, Will's a Chiefs man, and I'm, I'm a Broncos man. And, uh, in, in the you know, they're playing. And at the moment, at halftime, the Broncos are leading 10 to 9. Yeah, well, you should enjoy that lead because it's not going to last. I, I would doubt it. I mean, I think they, they generally play Kansas City pretty hard. Uh, their defense is good, but I would be shocked if Kansas City doesn't pull this out. I, I feel like uh, they've, been, they've been getting stops, but I, I just feel like they're going to wear them down. And in the fourth quarter, they're, they're definitely going to get ahead at the very least. I'm, I'm disappointed with, with the pandemic for a number of reasons. Um, chief among them, you know, massive casualties, but um also, in addition to... I feel like there's, like, two tiers of, like, here's the bad things, and I feel like there's the, goes without saying, like, tier of very bad stuff, but then there's that second, like, more petty personal tier of, like, these things suck, too. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess in that, in that slightly more petty personal tier, it's that we don't have cable at the house because it's super expensive and nowadays you can you can pretty much get what you want to watch without having to have it Uh, but that does mean that i I had to go to bars to watch football Mm -hmm. games and basketball games which was you know always fun actually it was a good good chance to kind of get out and and have a have a a good time Um, but now uh, i don't get to see the games because i'm i'm not gonna pick up cable even though i could probably afford it with all the money i'm saving from not going to the bar little trick i would tell you if you want to be able to watch the chiefs especially here in kansas city they play on cbs a lot if you get like cbs all access you can also get like the local feed Oh, nice. And you can actually, there's been some times where, because I, I snagged some uh, some Sunday ticket TV for the season because they made the their requirements a little bit less like uh, uh, intense, but with the pandemic. So I was able to get it so I can watch like a lot of games. But occasionally if there's, you know, a, another game on, on the TV, I've been throwing the like CBS, like Chiefs game or just the CBS game. If there's like a Fox game I want to watch, up like in a corner of the the screen on my computer when I've got the other games up there because I figured out that I could do that with uh, just like Amazon Video and because I got the CBS thing to watch their Star Trek shows. I like their Star Trek shows on the CBS thing. There you go. There you go. They just I, they just lined up like three Star Trek shows in a row going right into the stand, and it's like I guess I guess I have CBS all access now. I guess that's what's yeah. going on. I haven't seen yet what happens when the stand ends. I might, I might be able to take a couple months off. <laughs> um, 
I haven't looked to see if there's a, if they've already got the next Star Trek thing lined up to start right when it ends. I wouldn't be shocked. I know we have a we have a whole episode on this, but I am. I, let me just reiterate that I'm super excited about the stand. I'm looking forward to it. So I guess I will have to get CBS all access anyway. So it, you will. It, some I would say you know it's it's December now. It's going to start. I think by the end of the month, the stand. So you could potentially watch a couple Chiefs games and then the stand without it making a huge difference. Man, you have changed my life today. Thank mm. you. Watch watch now the Chiefs play on Fox like the next few weeks yeah. or some shit. <laughs> it doesn't work out. Uh, <laughs> um, you may check, you may like take a look at the football schedule real quick just to make sure it's going to be worth your while. Um, well, hey, speaking of, 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 of show recommendation corner, I, I do have one that we, because we've been kind of binging our way through like all of the, all of the shows and we, we thought we were getting towards the end of uh, the internet, but we found this show. Um, I don't know if you've seen this one or if we've talked about it at all. I don't think we have called Wayne. It's on Amazon Prime. We haven't talked about it. I've heard of it. I, I remember adding it to the watch list. But I haven't seen it yet. I would say bump it up on the watch list. It oh, is. There's still so much shit at the top of the watch list. That's <laughs> the thing. Like I, I keep having the like it's on the list, and then a lot of people will be like, move it up. So right now, I think I've got like seven things that people have been like, move it up the list. And I'm like, the top of the list is pretty crowded too. It's bottlenecking up at the top right now. This list, it's getting wide at the bottom and narrow at the top. Man, I want to. I want to. I want to see your list now. I. I. I, I want to know what Nelson hasn't watched. Lots of stuff. I've uh, only. I've still only watched like a couple episodes of Queen's Gambit. It's good. It's good. I like, I like it. it. I like it. You know, I feel like the it's the it's the '60s, and it's like it's got that vintage '60s like Mad Men thing about it that I feel like people find like charming in a way that i feel like in the reviews and talk i've heard about it detracts from like it's really fucking depressing yeah it's a sad story it's a sad and it does a really nice job of kind of talking about everyone's like oh man it's like chess and and a lady and it's it's a good time and i was like let's check it out and then i was like oh man this is bleak (laughs) this is a really bleak story yeah, like the old dude that she plays chess with at the at the place, mm-hmm. like that she learns chess from. Like that's a sad story. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. No her, spoilers. Her being her being at the orphanage at all. Uh, her black friend at the orphanage. Uh, yeah. The 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 drug stupor and then withdrawal at the orphanage. Her basically just being. Uh, an addict who also needs it to be able to do she feels like she needs it to play chess on top of the the addiction uh her new her new mother not really being that interested in her until she figures out that she can use her for money yeah yeah that's kind of that's where i i haven't i it was it was getting late and i needed to go to bed so i kind of stopped at that point there's that little part of me is like oh man it's it's gonna get worse isn't it it's already been pretty rough it's gonna get worse I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. No spoilers, but um, I mean, I, I will say it doesn't get better. I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> Considering that it does a, we're we're in this point in the present. Let's show you how we got there. The point in the present, especially with the context clues of the the first the earlier depressing stories, like yeah, it does, it clearly it doesn't get a lot better. <laughs> There, there is. It looks like uh, some professional success to a degree, but uh, still, uh, with the benefit of a heart addiction. To, to uh, uh, what, I can't remember what she's on in that thing. 
is it ketamine <laughs> yeah i think i something like that i it's, feel like yeah it's it's some kind of uh tranquilizer that allows you you know to be super good at chess exactly i want no i'm not really i do think it's funny that like all of a sudden everybody was like i want to play chess i'm like you guys it's been around for a long time and (laughs) people like me who played it back in the day so don't you all suddenly be all excited about chess and you're gonna buy a chess (laughs) it's it's also it's not like if you're watching some football and it's like, I'm going to play some Madden where you get to play like a version where it's like, I'm good at this. It's like ch- chess is hard. <laughs> it's not just because oh, yeah. you watched the, the girl play chess. Good. Isn't it? There's not like a thing where it's like, all right, here's how I can equally play chess. Good. It's, yeah. uh, you're going to, you're going to get like, like two games into it and be like, this fucking sucks. And give <laughs> this is, this and is very difficult. I that's guess that's why there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, montages of her learning chess <laughs> throughout that first episode also all chess players are about 10 times more skeezy than any of the dudes that are featured on the queen's gambit all right and i was one of those skeezy dudes so i can tell you with all honesty that's a real glossy view Mm -hmm. of like what chess guys look like i mean they're annoying like that but they don't look that good yeah I feel like there, man. There's especially too because we're in the it's in the '60s. It's like, man, that that chess. Like you're talking about some '90s chess. Like even though chess today, I'm sure it would be the. It's like, who? There's a whole lot of misogyny there in that '60s chess. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I was watching this the this show that. Have you seen that fucking new industry show on HBO about like, fucking like young stockbrokers in London? No. I've been watching it. It's all right. There's parts of it I like, but it's also a little bit, I don't know. It's kind of boring, (laughs) too. I do it. Like, I watch it while I do other shit. It's one of those kind of shows. One of those ones, it's like, I don't need to sit and watch this. But, of course, there's a lot of misogyny because it's like the the financial kind of sector. But to a certain degree, sometimes I I find it refreshing because sometimes I kind of am like, oh, man, that's pretty rough, the misogyny or racism or homophobia that's going on. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't like any of these people, though. So it kind of it's it it blunts the impact of watching them getting treated like shit by like the the older white people in the office where I'm like, like uh, they're being real misogynist to her. But they're it's in there. They're shooting down her idea about like you know, fucking gambling on the housing market crashing. So it's kind of like, yeah, fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, let's not do that. They're like, I don't know. The margin doesn't look good enough, basically. And they're like, why don't you keep quiet in the meetings? And it's like, oof. But you know what? Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Well, I think to a degree, it's also like, I feel like whenever they succeed, I'm like, I don't understand what they did that was good, but I take their word for it. But you can only kind of tell when they're being like, uh, you know, when they're being treated like shit in a way that's recognizable to be like, oh, yeah, that was a hard blow there. Also, like, OK, they lost money. So that's bad because it's a money job. Fair enough. <laughs> I understand that part. But a lot of times where they're ta- whenever they're talking about anything to do with their job, it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. We're going to go out on morally ambiguous stockbroker corner. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure if I agree or disagree or if I should be horrified by your stand on that. I'm going to have to go think about it for a while. I mean, it's it's kind of it's still unpleasant to watch people being bad people to other people for especially because it, it'd be nice if they were being bad people to each other because of the fact that they're not good people as opposed to because of their race or gender. Like if they're just like, hey, you're an asshole. So fuck you. I'd be like, all right, they are. But say it's still, like I said, it only softens the blow. It doesn't necessarily make it enjoyable to watch people be racist or misogynist. It's just like, it's better than uh, other things where it's like, this person seems nice and they're being shitty to them. This is, it's easier to watch it happen than like watching a uh, Lovecraft country, say, where you're watching some Jim Crow South and you're like, ugh, this is rough. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> With that, we take our leave. Oh, wait, we can't yet, though, because we still need to do the Drunk Will Puppet Corner brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. That's uh, sunflowerpub.com for all your publishing needs. The Will Drunk Puppet Corner. Here it comes. Look, he's even built himself a pint-sized Mobius chair. Why? If I can find... Look, he's even built himself a pint-sized Mobius chair. Why? If I find out you're experimenting on chimps, Professor McLean. Yep, there we go. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's Sunflower Publishing. Once again, the Sunflower Publishing Will Drunk Puppet Line moment of the show. Sunflowerpub.com for all your publishing. We need to get one of those uh, one of those ketchup dill relish mustard races and sponsored by somebody at the here at the old podcast. Maybe next time. Maybe we'll have a must. I'm not sure what that is, but I feel like we've run long, so maybe we'll open the next one with that. You know, like from the baseball games when mustard and ketchup and okay, okay, sorry, they race. You're just like one of those ketchup dill races, and I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that, but I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, when the when the condiments race. Yeah, we need one of those. But or the, the presidents at the nationals, it's the, it's it's pre, it's the presidents from 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 uh, you know, Rushmore. The Rushmore President's race. There you go. And Teddy Roosevelt is is mischievous. Mischievous. <laughs> so mischievous, he's mischievous. <laughs> there was there was a they did a they did a, a fucking like Sports Center report about it one time because he kept losing and then he started to cheat. <laughs> Very mischievous. Exactly. <laughs> Double. All right. Double deuce. <laughs> I think we I think we we covered everything. Uh, yeah, do. yeah, no, that's good. It's good. Yeah, live show, holiday show, episode two sixty seven, live on Zoom. Yeah, on the December the nineteenth. It's a Saturday. It's at eight p.m. Yeah, that's at least uh, eight p.m. We might not start the episode episode at eight p.m., but we will be like uh, you know being social at by eight p.m. and we will start sometime before too long after that. If you want to get the link, you can find it on the Double Deuce Facebook page, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, there's uh, the event. It's also, I've been uh, putting it on all the uh, Facebook and Twitter posts whenever an episode drops. So it's easy to track down. Go to that event and it'll give you all the information you need to be able to jump in on it. Come join us and don't forget to join in the awesome gift exchange. Details of that were on the episode. Yes. And uh, yeah, uh, jump in on that. Uh, It'll be fun. 
the whole thing will be fun. Come watch it. Why won't you come watch it? Please come watch it. We we need you to watch it. Yeah, okay, now you're now you're sounding desperate. That's true. Sorry, we don't need you at all. Don't come. Maybe went too far the other way. Somewhere. Oh between. man, I got a Goldilocks. This. Uh, maybe come, please. Perfect. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs>